Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. And today, we're going to be talking all about the future of real estate investing. ChatGPT and AI are changing what we're seeing in real estate investing, and you need to be ready because it's here, and this is how you're going to be able to take advantage of this new technology revolution in your real estate investing. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up, guys? I am so glad that you're here with me on the show. Now, we are going to be talking all about the future of what's going to be happening in real estate investing. Now, this reminded me last year at RubeCon, or the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, we had it in March of 2022. And I had one of my friends, he's actually in my mastermind, his name is Michael Kwan, and he is he knows everything about NFTs and crypto and all like he's the guru, the guy that I go to for everything when it comes to technology. And I had him come to RubeCon and talk about NFTs and how NFTs are going to change real estate investing. Now, the reason, well, number one, he's a real estate investor, so he knows real estate investing. But number two, he's really good with crypto and technology and all that stuff. He actually built a tech company and sold it for multiple seven figures. And when he did that, he went into the real estate investing, started investing in real estate. And now he just loves technology and real estate and put them together. So at RubeCon 22, in March of 22, we were here in Phoenix and he had his talk on NFTs and how the future of technology in real estate investing is going to change how we invest. It's going to make us better investors, as well as if we don't actually get on board with this technology, we could potentially get left behind. And what was so fun was I actually thought, well, I didn't go to his talk because I was like, NFTs? How interesting could it be talking about NFTs? Like we think about pictures and what an NFT actually is. It's a non-fungible token and we're using them right now for images, but that's just scratching the surface. What was fun was I didn't go to his talk, but his talk was literally packed out. There were so many people that knew and that realized way before I did that the technology and what's happening in technology is literally going to be changing the world. Now, it is also in its infancy, like it's barely getting started. A lot of us have seen or heard of ChatGPT, OpenAI, I think. It's OpenAI.com. I actually pulled it up. And let me look at OpenAI.com, and it's ChatGPT. So if you search for either one of those, you're going to see ChatGPT. And it, what it does is it basically is a artificial intelligence in a sense. It definitely doesn't think. It doesn't have emotions. It's captured into to like 2017. Like it knows the internet up until 2017. And so you ask it a question. And when I first opened it up and I typed in, I really just said, how do you make passive income investing in real estate? Really, it was so simple that it came out with like a five-step thing. And I can't really remember what it was because I was so like, oh, this is uh, regurgitating nonsense of other people's written things. It's not an expert investor. And 
what happened was it spit out saying basically to invest in a REIT, save up money, invest your money in a stock market REIT, a real estate investment trust. It's basically you just buy a stock and you that's how you get passive income because you get dividends every single month. Well, that was obviously not something that you and I do. Like we invest, we buy properties, we invest in real estate, and it makes us money in passive income every single month. Now, fast forward now, two months later, like at first, I, I actually, it says, hey, did this uh, chat GPT asked a question. Did this answer satisfy you? I said, no, no, it didn't. Like you, you didn't even talk about getting rental properties and Airbnb, short-term properties, uh, multi-family properties. You didn't talk about any of that investing type stuff. And I realized that, man, this wasn't any good at all. I was like, it literally just wrote it off. And then when I was thinking about doing this episode, I went back and I asked the same as that question. Well, it's actually changed. It's actually learned. So at first it said, basically save your money to invest in a REIT. Then you get money in dividends, like step one, two, and three. Now it's changed. Let me pull it up. So it literally says, when I ask the question, how do you make passive income investing in real estate? It says there are several, this is literally, I typed it in, that question, and it spit out this for me. It's much better than what it said originally, which was just investing in REIT. But then it said there are several ways to make money in passive income, investing in real estate, renting out properties, you can purchase one or more properties that rent them out to tenants. Then you collect the rent and provide steady stream of income. Yeah, very simplistic. Totally get that. The next one is investing in a REIT, <laughs> a real estate investment trust. Another one, next thing would be, the next one would be crowdfunding. So crowdfunding would basically, people would pull all their money together and invest in a bigger property, you know, small $100, $200 at a time, instead of like syndications, which is like thousands and thousands of dollars. It says house flipping is a way to make passive income. Uh, excuse me, chat GPT, flipping is not passive income. In fact, once you flip that property one time, you made money and you get taxed heavily, but you don't make money again. It's you literally have a job. So that's not it. Um, rental property management. No, you don't, you're not investing. Like you're, you're, you're not making passive income. You create a job. So there's literally two, uh, no, sorry, three. You have the renting of properties, the REITs and the crowdfunding. So you have both of those. Now I asked it a different question. Remember, it just spit out saying it was a REIT. That's all you had to invest in. Now it's changed. It's adapted and grown, which is rather interesting. And then I asked the question, can you make passive income investing in real estate? And it says, yes, it is possible to make passive income through real estate investing. And this is literally what it wrote out. Like this I guess artificial intelligence, but back out to me, says, but it can require a significant amount of time, money, and effort to get started and to maintain. Investing in real estate is a long-term strategy and is important to do your research, consult with professionals, and have a plan in place before making investment decisions. Additionally, it's important to note that passive income does not mean no work is required. It just means that it involves uh, less active, is what it says, uh, but still needs to be done. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, mostly true, but we do, we don't, well, you and I know we don't do any work. We hire other people and they do the work and our properties. Those are the ones that do the work. Now, here is another question I asked it. How do you rent a property and make passive income? Because remember, I didn't want to talk about REIT or anything else. So I just, let's talk about renting a property. Now, here is, here's the downside about this because it's taking just information that somebody put out there a long time ago or many people just regurgitated over and over again because when you're not necessarily an investor you kind of think oh I've done it once or twice and I got it done right or you know I started making money so let me start writing articles on it or teaching people how to do it if you're not actually an investor you're just going to regurgitate what the quote-unquote gurus tell you and this is literally what it did but now I'm actually thinking it's going to change and grow and adapt but 
Let's just look at it. It says, here are the basic steps to renting a property and making passive income. And pausing that, you and I both know that what we do is we build a business first because if we have the business, it runs itself so we don't have to do it. And we hire the experts like the property managers, contractors, plumbers, roofers, inspectors, insurance agents, mortgage brokers, handymen, like we hire everybody first so that they make sure that we're doing the business right. If we don't do that, then we could sadly buy a house that our property managers wouldn't even manage because they might get shot there. So we don't have an asset anymore. We would have a liability if we can't do that. So what this does spit out is literally backwards. I'm going to go through it really quick. And, but you and I know it's, we build the business first. So it says, number one, step number one, you buy a property. Step number two, you make necessary repairs and renovations. Number three, establish rent prices. Number four, advertise the property. Number five, potential or screen potential tenants. And number six, sign a lease agreement. Number seven, collect rent. And number eight, handle maintenance and repairs as a property manager or hire a maintenance company. Remember, Forget every bit of that. Those are steps in there. Don't get me wrong. Those are steps, but it's 100% the wrong order. In fact, it's it's literally just about backwards. So you know what we do as real estate investors. We want to make sure we're making money and other people are doing the work. So what we do is we build the business. We hire the property managers first. Well, before that, we find the right city that has good inventory. Three bedroom, two bath, my suggestion. What's what our students, uh, Master Passive Income, do? Three bedroom, two bath. 1,200 to maybe 1,700 square feet, not too small that families don't want to rent, not too large that you're going to have extra toilets to repair, extra walls to paint, extra floors to carpet. So we want it in a cookie cutter type home that everybody will either want to buy or rent. Now, from there, we make sure once we have a city that has good inventory and lots of inventory, we make sure we build the business by finding the right property managers first. Once we find the right property manager, then we find the mortgage companies, handy or not handyman, uh, uh, hard money lenders, private money lenders, um, uh, mortgage brokers, commercial loans. We find all these ways to actually fund these properties that we're going to buy. So number uh, number one is inventory. Number two is property manager. Number three is mortgage broker. And then from there, we continue to build the business like insurance agents, um, inspectors, plumbers, roofers. All We get all these people in the business before we buy any properties. And so if you look at the steps that they give you, it's purchase a property, make repairs, establish rent prices. Well, all that stuff, we have experts do that. We don't do that ourselves. So this is what I'm saying with ChatGPT is it's regurgitating what it read on the internet. Now, here's the downside. I'm going to give you some downsides, but I'm going to also give you some really upsides of what is going to be potentially amazing for us as real estate investors. Now, what you're going to be seeing is more than likely, it's going to be much, much easier for AI as it learns and adapts, or learns or coded differently or whatever it might be. It will adapt and actually say the right things. Now, you're going to know what is actually right and what is actually wrong by somebody who actively does it. Let me give you an example. If you wanted to learn how to play football, you know, be a professional football player, would you go to somebody who just read a book on how to play football, never played football before, and they read a book, and then then if that book was good or bad, you don't know, but then they're just saying what the book says. Well, I mean, you might be able to do fine, but more than likely, you want to be around somebody that actually played football, that knows how to play football, that knows the ins and outs of it. I'll give you another example. My dad was a contractor. 
stepfather. He was a contractor. And so we had, he has a contract contracting business. That's almost one of the reasons why I got into real estate investing because I loved real estate. And he would come home just like almost every other week saying, man, this architects or these architects, he would say all of them, they literally go to school and obviously they're good guys. They have a lot of knowledge and everything, but they're book smarts. And then they go and they design a house because this is what their professor, who's not an actual architect doing the work, they actually design the house, but don't practically do it. They've never practically done it. My dad literally would say, man, I take these architects out. Well, but first he would call them and say, what you're telling me to do here on these plans is not physically possible. Like it's literally not possible to do what you're telling me to do. And they say, no, it, it has to. My, you know, I, I, my plans and my drawings and the specs and all this stuff, it should work just fine. He says, well, come out here and I will show you. They would go out to the job site. My dad would take them on the roof and point them at this truss going here and however it was. But like, look at it. it literally physically is impossible to get this done. And like, huh, well, on my computer, it looked like it was supposed to work. Well, it doesn't. So what happens is you're going to have a lot like a downside of chat GPT, AI and stuff. You're going to have regurgitation of bad information because a lot of people are peddling bad information. And especially somebody who is like an investing, if you were going to say like an expert, somebody that you're going to be learning from, you want to be learning from people who have actively done it, not just done it in the past, but are currently doing it as well. Because honestly, I'm thinking that in this age of AI, chat GPT, and like basically computers learning how to, you know, give the right information, give what you want to hear, it's going to get harder and harder to realize who is actually the expert. Who should I work with? Well, I'm only going to be working with people who are literally doing. I'll give you an example. There's one, and I'll get you literally give him credit for it. He's he's terrific. Um, Gareth Soloway. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years, and I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. I am horrible at stocks. I've literally lost thousands and thousands of dollars in stocks because I'm not good at it. I buy high and sell low, which is the worst thing to do. But Gareth Soloway, I literally pay him monthly to have him send me stock updates on literally buy this stock at this price and then sell this stock at this price because he is actually an investor. He's a stock guy. Like he, that's what he literally does. And as he's making his own trade, that's what he says. Hey guys, this is what I'm doing. And you make a trade. Now, I don't know how like logistically he does that or legally does all that, but apparently he's, he's figured it out, um, how to do it all legally, but it works great for me because I've made lots and lots of money because he is an investor, just like all the students here at master passive income. 
I'm an investor. Like if there's anything that I am, remember, I've always said this, that when I was still working a job, I knew I needed to be an investor, but life got in the way. As soon as I got laid off, I told myself no longer will I tell anybody that my job is the value that I present to the world. When somebody says, Dustin, what do you do? I would always say, oh, I work for the county. I do IT for the county. Well, I'm projecting my value is coming from my job. No, my value comes from my self and from my God and from my family, not from my job. So I started telling everybody I am an investor. It may so happen that 100% of my money came from my job. That's now my part-time job. I am a full-time investor. So because I'm an investor, because I currently invest, I'm actually, as best I can, on the cutting edge of everything. And all my students, they are also in there doing all this investing, being successful. I literally have many students in two to three years being able to quit their job. In fact, just recently I had William on, William Palmer, fantastic investor, great guy too, bringing him on as a coach along with me and Charles as well, and hopefully going to grow as well. But Basically, if you're a good student and you want to help people, I'm going to bring you on as a coach and you're going to be helping us if you obviously have to see, see in the vision. Now with that, that is some of the downside of what AI can do is it can snowball you or pull a wool over your eyes. I, I guess those are metaphors or like uh, uh, expressions, but basically fool you into thinking something or having you do something you should not do. Like if you followed what I just read, which was purchase a property, make necessary repairs, establish rent prices... Um, advertise the property, screen potential tenants, sign a lease, collect rent, and then hire a property manager, you're probably going to do it wrong and you're probably going to lose money. In fact, I've seen that more times than not. This is what the quote-unquote gurus would tell you. In fact, when I went to one of those infomercials uh, like at 2 a.m. at 2006, I was watching those late-night infomercials and said, we're coming to your town, teach you about real estate investing, a two-hour seminar. I did that and this is what they taught and my property manager started stealing from me within six months. You guys got to be watching out for fakes out there. So be around people who are currently doing whatever it is you want to do, like piano teachers or whatever it might be. Now with that, let's get to the great things that are coming with the real estate investing and all this AI, chat GPT, NFTs, and all that good stuff. Now, NFTs for real estate investing, it is a non-fungible token. This is a good thing for real estate investing. In a non-fungible token, think about crypto. The good thing that people say about Bitcoin, whether you like it or not, Bitcoin has a transaction uh, log. It's basically just a ledger that just keeps going and you can always look to see at what point did something change? At what point did it go from this person to that person? Basically, it's a history log, a title log. Well, when you think about this, same thing when you buy a piece of property and you go to the title company, title company records the document, the deed of trust, it goes to the county, and then that is recorded. The county, as far back, you know, a couple hundred years, they keep all of the transactions. So if it's been split, they, they keep that transaction. They can see when it happened. So it's literally a log of every single change that has happened on this piece of property. NFTs have the same thing, just like a title of a property, just like Bitcoin. So an image is transferred from one person to another, and you can see who it was transferred to and all the details about that. Think of that if you have a piece of paper that's digitized, like a deed, that's an image, and that can be an NFT. That is that NFT that's actually transferred from you to, let's say, the buyer, or you're the buyer, and you're transferring it from the seller to yourself. That transaction in that NFT is going to be so much faster now with NFTs, with 
AI, with all these sort of things that are coming out for technology, instead of going to the county recorder, you type up a piece of paper, print it out, sign it, and then they scan it in. I used to work at the recorder's office, so I remember everything that they did. But they would scan it in, and then they would make some changes, and so you would be able to look at everything in the past. Well, the NFTs literally be almost like a blink of an eye. You'll be able to get everything done. Everything's going to be so much faster. So that's just one tip of the iceberg of NFTs. And if you want to watch Michael's whole breakout session where he talked about all the future of NFTs in real estate investing, it was amazing. If you go to rubcon.com and if you, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com, and if you go to the store tab, you can get the recordings of last year's, all the recordings of last year's breakout sessions to keynotes, everything. It was super phenomenal. So much great information that you really, really should know. So check that out, rubicon.com forward slash store if you want to go there. Hopefully we'll have the link in the description. I might forget to do that. But that's one is NFTs. Another one is the managing of properties. Now, if you think about managing properties, managing properties is almost an if-then statement, meaning If you're coding something, if you're a computer person, you would know if then means if this happens, then this happens, or then you do this. Management, property management is basically very, very simple if then statements. If a tenant calls you at 2 a.m. and said there's a plumbing leak, then send out a plumber. I mean, there are obviously much more nuances. That's very, very um, uh, easy or simple, simplistic way to say it, I guess. But with that, that is just the tip of the iceberg. What if you were to have it say, well, if the tenant has been in there for a year and it's time for a rent increase and if there is more than $100 or another way to look at it, let's say you have a tenant that's been in their property for over a year and there's a bunch of if-then statements. If a property has been rented for over a year, then let's look at releasing. Okay, check. We have to release it to them. Then let's look at If they are going to release, let's look at the current market value for the rents. Check. There's another thing we have to do. Then if there is, let's say, 20% growth in market value, which we've seen in the last one or two years. In fact, some of my properties were renting for like 700 and now I could get a thousand for them. So that's a lot of money, but I'm not the type of landlord just to jack it up $300, which would be just really, really jerk move. So I'm just going up like $90 every year, just a little by little every year. But anyways, getting back to it, you could say, if this, then this. And really, all property management is really that. And that's what we do is we create systems, processes, and procedures in our business so that the property managers do it right. Because we want them to make sure that they're running our business the right way. They could run other people's business differently, but our business, if this, then this. If they haven't paid by the 5th, then we send a three-day notice. If they didn't pay by the three-day notice, due date is up, then we file an eviction. So I'm actually seeing property management companies that are literally all online. Now they do hire people and they find people that would be in your city that would actually do, let's say the leasing, you know, showing the property to new tenants and signing the documents and stuff like that, where you're actively working with somebody, but everything is done online and then they hire out. So instead of having a property manager that's literally in that specific city and they take care of everything, no, you there's actually companies that are coming. In fact, you're going to be sponsors of RubeCon that they're coming where they're going to be showing us that they it's basically almost all AI based. On top of that, obviously, they have people working the back and make sure everything works good. But really what it comes down to, it is an if-then statement. So property management is probably going to get so much easier. Now, the tenants are just going to be able to say, toilet leaking, check, leaking now. But you know, they'll just be able to just state it in a form and online you know, database 
and then it does, the systems does everything for you. So property management is gonna be changing. That's just the tip of the iceberg of everything you can do with property management. Another one is finding properties. And there is another sponsor that's coming to RubeCon, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. If you haven't gotten your tickets, I would love to see you there. It's gonna be amazing. And remember, this is a no sales pitch conference. It's literally just to help you connect with people, connect with other investors, see 35 of my friends, expert investors, showing you how to invest. Now, get your ticket use the promo code podcast and it'll give you 10% off your ticket. And if you go to rubcon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com and use that promo code podcast, I'll give you 10% off. It's going to be in May here in Phoenix. So you have to come here and you're going to be tremendously excited after you get done to invest in real estate. With that, we have a company that is coming who is changing the way that we find properties and we find deals. Now, here's what yeah, I guess in a sense, what we've done in the past, we've done yellow letters or envelope, like basically letters or postcards where we send lots and lots of mailers to homes or let's say vacant land or to multifamily. Like we send out a lot of mail saying, Hey, if you want to sell, we will buy your house or buy your property. Now it's obviously much more uh, detailed than that, but that's really what it is. Sending out mailers to try to see if there's any leads that would want us to buy the house from them. Now, what's interesting is this company that's going to be coming and being a sponsor here at RubeCon, they're actually making it so much better where they're using if-then statements. They're using AI to basically figure out who is the right candidate. Instead of sending out 8,000 mailers, the AI realizes out of these 8,000 if-then statements and all that sort of stuff that the algorithm, they call it the, oh, the algorithm does it. I'm not smart enough to figure it out, but they said the algorithm does it. But instead of 8,000 mailers and all that waste and wasted money and wasted everything, instead they send out, let's say, after weeding through, AI weeds through all the listings, they figure out which one is more likely which properties are more likely to actively sell to you. And then they whittle it down to, let's say, 4,000 or 3,000 or 2,000. And they whittle all those down. And they've tested it and all that sort of stuff. But because AI is generating so much good information and it's so smart that they're actively, and they this is what, they, this is what the company says. I haven't actually tried them, so I'm not sure if it's like 100%. They said they're like 99.8% accurate in seeing who would actively call you back because you're not necessarily sell like which deal you're going to get. But when you send out 8,000, more than likely you might get, let's say 30% of those in like recall or recall back to you saying, Hey, I would like to uh, talk to you about the property. Well, instead of doing that, instead of 30%, what if you sent out 3,000 and you got an, a 90% callback rate. That would be amazing. You're saving that much money and you're getting much more quality leads. That's another way. That, there's so many other ways in finding properties, but this is just another one, tip of the iceberg of this. And another way is funding your businesses, funding your properties. Now, what's so interesting is what we do right now, it's all person-based. Like you talk to a mortgage broker, they talk to a lender, other investors, and they try to get you money from these other investors. Well, what's going to be changing is the AI is going to be able to basically connect all these different pieces. Like let's say the funding from an investor, they have this criteria where you have to have, let's say a 710 credit score check. Then you have this much money in 
savings, check. Then you have a debt to income ratio that is whatever, let's say 30% or whatever it might be, check. You have that. And then all these other criteria. Do you live in this uh, specific area of the country? Are you middle class? Like they're going to go through all the stuff, but it's all these if then statements and then some, these algorithms, but you're going to be qualified so much faster and people aren't going to be even involved in this. At least this is what it could happen where funding is so much faster. And same thing with NFTs. Your NFTs being, let's say that image of a deed gets transaction so fast and the record goes so fast. Same thing with the transferring of money, transferring of documents. Everything is going to get so much faster with technology. When I started investing back in 2006, none of this stuff was around. In fact, podcasts weren't even around in 2006. YouTube wasn't even around in 2006. I don't think it was. Or at least I didn't see any real estate stuff on there. So when I first got started, I literally had to figure this out all on my own. Now you have all the technology we have currently and the future is looking so amazing. On top of that, 2023 is literally going to be the start of the best time ever to invest in real estate. You need to be a part of this real estate investing just rush. It's like the gold rush for us who are investors because you do not want to, if you're going to go surfing, start paddling after the wave passes you. You need to paddle before the wave gets to you. So what you do is you paddle and then you catch the wave and ride that wave all in. That's what we do as real estate investors. And that's what we're going to be doing right now. You need to come to RubeCon. All right, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you so much. I look forward to seeing you be so successful in your real estate investing. All right, we'll see you. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.